0: Now, I'll take you back a few years. Uh, When I was a kid, I had two favourite books that stand out to me now. Now, I'm not sure if they were my favourite books at the time, but for some reason, when I think about books, they're the ones that I always remember. One was The Magic Faraway Tree, which I think many of you would have read. And a few years later, another book called The Outsiders. Stay golden, pointy boy. That was one of my favourites as well. And I was always into reading, even if I didn't do it as much as I probably or my parents would have liked, but it did lead to a love of telling stories. And I remember I was in a social studies class. I had an assignment where I had to interview someone over 65 and I interviewed my granddad his name was Ben and he told me what it was like to be a boxer. He told me what it was like to be a baker and how life for him changed when he stepped on board a Navy ship during the Second World War. And they were all things I didn't know about Ben until I had that assignment and he started telling me a few stories. So for me, that's when storytelling really started to be pretty important. And that's why I wanted you to hear more about the Scribblers Festival, because storytelling really at the base of this festival and these events, there's a bunch of authors, there's illustrators and even uh, podcasters are involved as well. Catherine Dorrington is the festival director. Good morning to you, Catherine. Hi. And you've got some special ones in the studio with you today as well. You've brought in Michelle, who's 12. Hi, Michelle. Hi. So good to see you and Kai as well, 14. Morning. (laughs) Happy birthday for the other week. Thank you, thank you. Hey, good to see you all in here. This festival's great as well because it's really at the heart of it. It's all about telling stories and doing it in in different ways, Catherine.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I think you've just hit it on the head there. So we're celebrating the magic of storytelling over five days in Claremont next week. Um, And it's really about celebrating the human connection we have when people tell us stories or when we see authors... um, kind of off, on the page, sorry, I should say off the page and yeah. on the stage. Um, so, yeah, it's a really big celebration, lots of fun for families.
0: Do you find that while we're telling stories in new ways with things like podcasting, that the heart of it stays the same in a lot of ways?
1: Yeah, I think that element is timeless um, and the kind of story that you were telling just then really illustrates how it's just about making a connection with somebody, whether that's written or oral. Um, we're basically all kind of connecting together and um, yeah, and I love that we're now exploring new ways of telling stories but the fundamentals stay the same.
0: There's plenty of people involved but who are some of the, the authors or the illustrators that, that the kids will get to mate and, and work with?
1: So I'm super excited that we've got Chris Riddell. He's quite an amazing coup for us to get in Perth. Uh, he's a um, storyteller and illustrator who's come from the UK. He was the children's laureate there and his kind of day job is doing political cartoons for The Observer. So there's a lot for parents that will love him as well. Um, We've got Lee Hobbs who's this crazy, wonderful Australian children's author who's been around for many years and is very exciting as well as some really incredible local um, authors and illustrators like Meg McKinlay and Andrew Fraser. So, yeah, there's heaps.
0: Okay, so you guys are pretty excited hearing a few of those names. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. Michelle, I wanted to ask you, do you have a favourite book?
2: Uh, I do have a favourite book. It's Divergent by Veronica Ross.
0: Okay, and why do you Um, love it?
2: I like it because it's about perseverance and how one girl, like one choice can change her life. Wow. It's about adventure as well.
0: Okay. So there's a bit of fun, but there's some pretty strong messages in there too. Yeah. Have you always been into reading? Have you always enjoyed it?
2: Yeah, I've loved reading. Um, I like reading fantasy, mystery and like lots of genres, but I've been really into this book series recently um, called The Selection by Kira Cass. Okay. And it's kind of like 300 years in the future and it's kind of sci-fi but kind of fantasy as well. Okay. It's like a blend.
0: What's the world look like 300 years into the future (laughs) based on that book?
2: There are these North and South rebels who the North come and they destroy everything and the South come and they're they're just attacking everyone.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. That sounds a little intense. <laughs> you might get your parents just to read over that one before you read the next one. I'm joking. Hey, Kai, to you, yeah. um, I know you have a love of books as well, mm. but you're really into podcasting.
3: Yeah. And yeah, you've got I, your own show. I do. I, I've always found that podcasting as a medium is really open and powerful to sort of express what you're thinking. And anyone with... Uh, you know, a voice and an idea can sit behind a microphone and make a podcast. I think that's the beauty of it, and I've always had a fascination with people's stories. And the combination of those two sort of passions of mine culminated in um, a podcast I've created called POV. It stands for point of view, and that's pretty much uh, what it's all about: point of view, and it's the perspectives of people around certain topics like one of our past episodes was the marriage equality debate or homelessness. It's that kind of thing and the people that are affected by it.
0: Wow. Okay. So that's really interesting. So so again, some pretty heavy topics, some yeah. really important topics. Mm. Um, who have you met while you've been putting that together? Who will I meet when I listen to POV?
3: Yeah. So we've got an episode coming up. Um, it releases um, May 31st and we've actually um, had an interview with Carrie Bickmore um, and it's uh, all about workplace discrimination and how from her perspective, how that has a role in the media industry. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to, um, yeah, just sort of releasing that cause it was a really interesting interview. Yeah.
0: How are people when you approach them to talk on your podcast?
3: Generally, uh, the, the type of people that I approach, are uh, are opinionated, but in a, in a good way They they're open to discussion and they, yeah, they're, they're not going to really shut down my idea if I've sort of chosen them right. Because the, the type of people that we want are the people that aren't going to mind if we have all these different perspectives in one sort of episode package, even if it's people that are going against theirs. So all of our guests have been really open about it. And I think, you know, again, it's really
0: cool to yeah. have such awesome people on the project as well. And as part of this festival, you'll be making some podcasts as well, I understand.
3: Yeah, so with Michelle and a group of other awesome young writers, um, we're going to be creating uh, a podcast sort of called The Conversation Caravan. and It is actually in a caravan um, during the festival and we're talking to the authors um, and the guests on the festival throughout the week. And, And it's also just a way to sort of showcase the people that are sort of bringing this storytelling into the next generation as
0: well. Michelle, you're smiling. Are you excited about getting into the caravan and having a chat with uh, with a
2: few authors? I'm really excited, yeah, because I want to... Um, improve my um, public speaking and confidence. And I really want to just enjoy the experience.
0: I reckon you're pretty good at it so far, but you know, these things you can always get better. <laughs> um, Catherine, I want to ask you about the festival and, and, and what is it that you're trying to achieve? When you look back, when it's all done and those events are over, how will you kind of assess it?
1: Um, I think we will feel really happy if we are kind of wandering around the festival site and we just see the eyes of children light up because literally that's what we're after. It's about kind of sparking the love of reading, of conversation, of meeting um, creative people and kind of instilling, I guess, a real sense of wonder about the world and, you know, our place in it. Um, yeah, so and – I, and I think about that as a parent as well. My girls are five and seven, so they're kind of the target audience. They'll be sitting front and centre at every session. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And um, it's about, you know, seeing their faces kind of come to life as they listen to stories. So that's what we will feel successful.
0: A lot gets talked about distractions for kids, and also so many commitments with school and sport and music and all that kind of thing. Is it is it harder than ever? Do you think to get kids to sit down with a book?
1: Um, I've thought about this a lot, actually. It's um, I mean, certainly it is great to get kids off their devices, um, but um, I actually think it's quite easy with books because books are timeless in the sense that everybody loves a story. Um, it is something you can pick up at any time. You can escape into a world, you can discover new worlds. Um, and that that's not a hard sell for young people. Um, so while we do, you know, and again, as a parent, I'm keen to get my kids off devices. Um, the move to books is is one that's really easy.
0: Michelle, are a few of your friends jealous that, that you're getting to do this and maybe they, they aren't this time?
2: Um, I've told some of my friends and they're a bit jealous, nice. but I haven't
0: told some of them yet. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, they might be hearing it now, so the phone might be ringing when you get home, Michelle. Um, you, what about your interviewing? I'm interested in this, guy because mm-hmm. you have your own podcast, you've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Um, you can see it online as well, and I'm looking forward to having a listen to that later <laughs> today. But, but have, have you found um, a change in when you're interviewing people and speaking to them about how you go about it, and have you learnt much during that process? Heaps, heaps. And this is something also that I, you know, I get out of it, um, to sort of develop
3: my understanding of other people's beliefs and sort of, I guess the way that you should approach that kind of thing. Um, something that's definitely changed when I'm interviewing people compared to maybe a year or two ago is I listen a lot more. Um, it wasn't necessarily me like trying to butt in or anything like that. It was just sometimes, even if you're not just nodding you know, just nodding your head that is enough you don 't even have to make a noise. Just being present and listening to what they have to say is one of the biggest
0: things that i 've learned because that 's when you you know you really get uh, what they 're all about out so You're drawn in that yeah. is the greatest tip whenever i 'm speaking to people about mm-hmm. interviewing or sometimes when i 'm listening back to my own stuff, listening is the simplest and best thing you can do, but it's the first thing that falls away sometimes. 100%. So that's great that you've picked up on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, look, the festival, we're looking forward to it. What are a few of the events and the and the dates, Catherine? Okay,
1: so it's all, uh, we've got a family prog- program kicking off next weekend, which yeah. is the 12th and 13th. Um, we've got two big marquees, so authors will be talking and doing drawing demonstrations. And then in the Good Shed building, we've got a whole he- series of craft workshops, art kind of activities. Um, we've got some magic unicorns walking on stilts around the place. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. Yeah, it's a given, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, And we also have a Mother's Day market on the Sunday morning. So there'll be baked goods and treats and flowers and things like that for mum.
0: Okay, and people can head online and see the details and get yeah, involved. Yeah,
1: and it's all free. So scribblersfestival.com.au has our full program.
0: Beautiful. Catherine Dorrington, thanks so much for coming in. Best of luck with the festival. Thank you. Michelle, thank you. I've got some homework to read about, so I appreciate the <laughs> advice. And Kai, good luck with your podcasting and uh, I look forward to having a listen. Thank you.